Hey, this is your host, Daxton. Thanks for listening. Welcome to Clueless Drifting. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to this week's episode. Um, we have our wonderful producer, Tyler Thorne. Hi. Ooh, ooh. Our, hey. our good second hand, Jaden. And the guy that kind of just keeps showing up, Caleb. Why, why <laughs> is he like second hand? <laughs> Let's see how it is. Well, he's on my right side, so I'll... Uh, technically, he's well, on technically Tyler is on my right that, side, yeah. so okay. he's your right hand man. Don't Fair worry. We still love he's you. Your, he, I'm your I'm left your front hand. side. <laughs> he gets your front. <laughs> uh, this week's episode, we are going to do some of our favorite tools. Some stuff that we can't live without. Some stuff that saves us <clears throat> a whole bunch of time in the, uh, in the shop. So... Would anybody like to start Me. first? Milwaukee half inch. Just going to come out swinging with that thing. Everybody's oh, yeah. got the Ooga Dooga. Oh, yeah. It is the Ooga Dooga. I'm, for I'm just saying, like, in Milwaukee tools in general, like, I know, especially Daxton here <laughs> is a Milwaukee fanboy. He's no brand loyal. And I've got a lot, we've got a lot of Milwaukee's too. And so that is definitely, like, half inch, any of the impacts, honestly, are worth the money. Like, we recently got their stubby 3 8 impact. We got that from Daxton, actually, because he's a, a dealer for them. And no, that tool not. is. That tool is sweet. I I'm I'm not uh, brand loyal, but I am quality loyal, and Milwaukee usually delivers on that. In my yeah. experience, they, they handle a lot of abuse. Yeah, a lot. They did have that little slip up with like the new half inch. That's what I, I heard about. But that. it was it was one part in the thing. It yeah. was like the the pin, the limiting pin, mm-hmm. and it would just snap, and then the whole thing would come undone because it was one little pin that was weak. Oh, gotcha. But they recalled them all, and they said, "Bring them back to us, send them in. We'll we'll take care of it." Okay. Yeah. So yeah. they're really good about it. I I thoroughly enjoy Milwaukee. Yes, I am a Milwaukee dealer, and I will stand by them. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're they're great. Because the like way. ours are like I won't lie. Like my personal half inch gets beat up. Oh yeah. Like definitely. Like I drag it around everywhere. It's at drift events. I toss it in the dirt after you know. Well, and especially that. at drift events, it's like a, a quintessential. Oh, it's perfect. Tool. You need yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Jack up the car, zip, zap, zap, done. Yeah. yeah. And I got the nice little... Can you say that again? Zip, zap, zap. <laughs> Faster. Zip, zap, zap. Faster. <laughs> the, uh, I got the nice little rubber coating for my half-inch impact. That's a good idea. And I actually pulled that off the other day, and it's like brand new underneath there, but the whole thing's completely demolished <laughs> around it. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I've dropped that thing a hundred times. Oh, I, yeah. That was one of the first Milwaukee tools I bought, and that was four years ago three years ago yeah. and that thing's just been the, beat so the only issue i've ever well the only time i ever broke milwaukee was my fault and so what it was is i had a the milwaukee half inch, inch? it was my yeah, it was my dad's mm-hmm. so milwaukee Ooh, half inch ouch. and i was undoing i think it was a suspension bolt i can't remember it was something um suspension subframe related and i was zipping out the bolt and what I didn't realize is that it was long enough that it wedged the impact into another part of like the Ooh. frame, and it just Yowch. it just crunched in the back end, and like I had to re- so, and it didn't work. I had to replace, wasn't it? It was like the piece that the I don't even remember what you call them. The it's hammer not the, on them? not the hammer. The thingy the, on the the end of it. Yeah, the thingy. It's the thing oh, that the it's the electric motor that drives that. Oh, or not or the center portion of it basically. But anyways, the nice part the is anvil? I was able to. No, it's like the thing that drives it. It's a weird m- the big, motor. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> it's like what connects the motor to the anvil, I believe, or the hammer or whatever piece of it. I'm not the drive shaft. Yeah, sure, <laughs> the drive shaft of the Milwaukee. That but the nice part shaft. is, like, I was able to find it online. Yeah. And replace it like super easily, and that gun still works perfect even after that. So Milwaukee. It was like so much bucks. power they'll destroy themselves. Yeah. yeah pretty oh, yeah. much. Well, or destroy the thing, your new catchphrase stuff. Like anything <laughs> it, that you go to, like. 
used to compete with the Milwaukee half inch impact. Like, there's just nothing that has quite as much strength as it does. Like, of no, course, now you can get come out with one inch ones. I know, right? Yeah, they require two hands to hold to operate and stuff. Yeah, they're yeah. huge. Have you oh, ever yeah. seen those gas powered impacts? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, they use them on like like real heavy duty stuff, but it's literally. It looks like you're holding a weed whacker in your hands, basically, but with well, an it's impact. it got a socket on the end. Yeah, uh-huh. and it spins it way up, and then, like, a clutch engages, and it's, like, it's gnarly. Like, sounds like uh, a good way to get flung around. <laughs> it's, 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 it sounds like you're just sitting there, like, holding a weed whacker, and you're like, Interesting. Imagine cross-setting that bitch. Oh, You're not getting that back out. No way. But. It's like that um, that video I sent you. I think I sent Dax and Caleb this. It was um, uh, a Porsche uh, center lock uh, lug removing oh, tool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you see? Yeah. I don't think you saw it yet. Maybe. But it's basically like a half inch impact, but it's got like an arm on it with like um, a it's, it's some sort of like metal bar that's coated in like plastic. So that way you you put. You put it on the center lug or the center lock lug on the the wheel, and then that arm goes in between one of the spokes, and then you just like press a button and you see it like load up because it's, it's like they're, they're torqued to it's like, like four hundred plus four or five hundred right? yeah foot pounds of torque. So you just put it on there and it uses the wheel to like brace against it, and it takes it off or installs it for you. Better yeah. not buy XXR. It's like five thousand dollar tool. Have you seen the Have you seen the torque wrenches people use for yeah. those? They're yeah. like freaking like well, five the, feet long. The video long. I was yeah. talking about, he, like it, because it starts out with a guy that goes to break it loose. Yeah, with a, a breaker bar like that long, and then the wheel starts spinning on the ground. Oh, I did. I feel like you showed me that. <laughs> no, I don't know. That sounds familiar. I swear I sent it last night. But I feel anyways, like that sounds familiar. Um, yeah. So he he goes to do it, and the wheel spins, and then he's like, "Here, someone hold the brake," and then he gets it off, and then this guy's like. Like, hold on, let me show you something. <laughs> he pulls out this tool and he's like, I I paid five thousand dollars for this tool that I use like use it once. Yeah, like twice a year maybe, and that's it. That's nuts. But I but mean hey, he also owns a Porsche and he's wearing a Rolex I, I as he does it and center like, lock wheels though. I won't lie. I want center lock wheels. I do too. Who doesn't? I know, they're so cool. It'd be they're pretty just pretty nice to have one. Uh, you, you can buy the, the you can buy the adapters to go to a, like a regular bolt pattern. So I'm like, let's just you know. Yeah, let's just dump tons of money yeah. on a relatively <laughs> useless mod. Pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> does me no good. But I can put on like some used Porsche wheels. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. Or you could do like the low riders because those are usually center lock. The low oh, riders. Really? Low riders. Yeah, they're, the they're, multi-spoke. Yeah, those like tiny little. Multi- usually they're they're center lock. They're a different huh. style. What are you guys talking about? Low riders, like yeah, hydraulic, what is that? like a hydraulic low rider. Oh. Six four. Those those. Uh, you, I thought you were talking about a wheel. Well, I I am still. <laughs> he, just, he he progressed onto something else. Yes. Keep up. <laughs> no, but no, no, no. You were referring to a wheel that a low rider might put on his car. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The low That's riders, not a wheel. The the what is, what a, is that? It's a low rider wheel, is what he said. <laughs> well, it, it is used on pretty much all low riders. Yeah. Wow. So what I a technicality. <laughs> I know. Well, it's just like I've never heard of a wheel called a low rider. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Lowrider, we gotta go wheel. make a wheel called the Lowrider now, just Let's to spite him. <laughs> make it like some. Have you ever seen like those funky? You know, while we're talking about weird wheels, it's like those teddy bear wheels. What yes, else is I hate those. <laughs> I know it's like the cool thing to like. Um, hey, that's what whatever, people put on but... their Miatas, right? Well, that and Volkswagens. A lot of Volkswagens. Does, yeah, that's true. Have that's you like seen those thing. wheels that's um, 
Patrick Star. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good grief. There's some, there's some, there's some good wheels out there. I love how good. I like him for, I like him for like the, the comedic the effect. Outlander, yeah. Like yeah. how, how ridiculous they are, but would I ever even consider them on a build? Absolutely not. See, the best ones are like the 2000s wheels though, where they're like massive, like spokes and like big faces See, of chrome. But, and... um, but imagine getting sideways out at the track with, uh, a spinny wheel that's got like a SpongeBob in the middle, and it's just staying still while your wheels are spinning and you're getting sideways. So spinners? Yeah, that's what I said. Uh, yeah, oh. we definitely need spinners. I thought you just said spinny wheel. I think I we should do. Spin. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't do that. Is it um, curb feelers? Is that what they call them? Or what are what are the ones that come out like way out the side? They're usually on low riders. But it's like a spike kind of looking thing coming off the side of the Oh, road. I've oh, seen those. Yeah, I don't remember I what, what they're called, though. What, are they, what do they call those? That's, That's what you should put on your drift car. So that way when you like tap someone, you're like drill into their door with <laughs> Or just put an actual spoked wheel on your drift car so it demolishes it in five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> just be like a semi and put some like stupidly large spiked lug nuts on it. Oh. So that way, if yeah, if you tap Dude, someone, you're like, just munching If Sean them. had those on his car, my whole entire like door and rear <laughs> quarter panel. taken out of your door. <laughs> only though because it was like his front tire Dude, it's not like your straight side wheel to he the... gets i don't know it's i don't know i'm kind of sometimes i'm like this is great because i'm like cool we're, we're getting you know close but other times i'm like now i have dents on my car yeah that's... Thanks to i feel like it's if you had those on your wheels your cars probably wouldn't separate because you probably, probably puncture right. and then bind and well there's over. guys who like I, blow tires it on death race wheels. it works perfect <laughs> okay. All right. Now, since Hollywood's the know-it-all, let's go for it. No, no, no. We got to go to the Bollywood movies. Oh, <laughs> man. Have you seen? I've seen some of those they're clips. Terrible. Oh, they're awful. They're like, they're like <laughs> Superman police officer. I don't know. There's some weird stuff. Oh, yeah. in Bollywood. So why why do lowrider wheels often have center lock? I'm not really totally sure. I think it could be due to the fact like how small the wheel are that they wouldn't like clear. Uh, brake assemblies and small hubs because they're like 13s or 12s so you're saying I they think. just don't have brakes and so no that is that the <laughs> center lock spaces it out essentially far enough away from the hub oh. but I am totally nah, their, guessing their fitment's never good enough for that so if, if <laughs> anyone knows why lowriders usually usually use center lock style wheels you know I don't Let even know if know. they still consider them center lock because they are different from a traditional center lock but it's still a lot of times like one center Imagine them out there just like reverse threading their wheel. Like the hub comes out. (laughs) (laughs) That's an interesting one. I've never heard that one before. Well, that's my brain this morning, boys. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds better than mine. Jaden? So, um, I don't even have one, but Caleb and I make these jokes all the time when we're working on cars. (laughs) Like, hey, Will you hand me our uh, our electric ratchet, please? For some reason, we stopped. Oh, because like we're sitting there, like, stole mine. like trying to twist it, use just your two fingers to thread out a bolt. Or you and... get like one click on the ratchet right, or something. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, let me just use the electric ratchet that we don't have. Yeah, those are because I have one at home, and that tool is fantastic. Well, and I used to use a, a pneumatic one. Yeah, and I don't like pneumatics. No, they're just they're not as good in my opinion either. But so I I, I know the benefits of them. Yeah. But we just we but don't the, use the them. thing with the pneumatics, you know, and that's you know, if we're gonna talk again, this kind of diverts back to Milwaukee, the electric tools versus pneumatic. Pneumatic does work, but it is a lot more annoying when you got to drag a hose around, or if you got to fit the hose up into somewhere. 
when you're like trying to stuff an electric ratchet in the back end of like a cylinder. Somehow head. I always get tangled in the hose. <laughs> <laughs> so it, yeah, I think I think Kenny would agree. I'm sure. Oh jeez. <laughs> Dang it! You turned this into something dirty. I was actually thinking of me in the garage, like tangled up. No, in you an definitely do. No, who said I'm talking about anything oh, else? All right, oh. sorry, kids. <laughs> okay, here, Dax. I'll, I'll pretend I didn't say that one, and I'll say um, it. Uh, what do you? They're not automatic, but they're wire strippers that like you don't oh. have to like, uh, like you just put the wire in and squeeze it and it pulls. Oh yeah, I've got a set of those. Do they yeah. call them auto wire strippers? What do they call those? No, I. I don't know, but I don't like them. Why not? I love them because they're bulky. Oh. Yeah, they are bulky, but if anywhere you can setting. use them, they're super quick and effective. And it's also there's until a big you swing. blow them up. <laughs> blow them up. Yeah. How are you doing that? Well, as, if as you're working like, on stuff live, you ground it out. Or well, go to why neutral. are you working on stuff live? Because sometimes it's life. the only way, and a lot of times we're very, very lazy and just like, <laughs> yeah, I got it. Don't worry about it. I saw this video on social media a couple of weeks ago, and it was like me the first time I was working on live wires. He was like, oh, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. And then it's me nowadays. Touching all the wires, like not even caring. Like, it's, I'm sure that's how it is. They can just get used you to do. it. <laughs> So as we were staying at my... Uh, I mean, OSHA, we never do that. <laughs> I doubt anybody from OSHA listens to this podcast. I know, right? Totally as we were staying at uh, Kenny's parents' house, though, when we were making the transition to the move, uh, we uh, we went down to the kitchen, and I haven't done electrical in a little while because I quit that job. Mm-hmm. And I kind of was just, you know, swapping out a switch for him, wasn't paying that much attention, and... We almost had a little kitchen fire. Dax. Well, Dang. let's preface this with how no, much. No, we're not allowed to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's not allowed on the podcast. There's, there, you was, can't there may have been some me. influences. <laughs> may have been a little dizzy. <laughs> it was a long day, huh? So. When was this? All right. Sorry about that. We had a little. Uh, technical difficulty for the first time you just have dax and talk you know that's uh like that's pretty good though. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great Man, this point. guy sounds crazy now it's doing everybody but dax then we don't need him oh <laughs> all right ladies and gentlemen and we apologize for those technical difficulties it's the producer's fault yeah it is and we're back. <laughs> we've never had issues though before. To your credit, though, we've no, never... we've we've made it a full season and a couple episodes in, and we're <clears throat> that's the first one. We're feeling good today. Well, so. I think my uh, little electrical cord here has got <laughs> some <laughs> loose connections in it, and I probably stepped on it. So yeah, what's my as we're talking about a switch and it's electrical. It's like the electrical god said, oh, you're working on live stuff. Is this <laughs> Is this kind of like, you know, mechanics Wait, in their cars? Electricians Bazam! in their cars. <laughs> yeah, you, know you know that, uh, it's like that analogy. It's like the mechanics in their cars. So is that like electricians and their wiring, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, everything like the... outside of your house, outside of my house, done to the max. My house is like I've got open boxes here. <laughs> I've got stuff here. Nobody what's, wants to bring your work about? home. The cobbler's kids never have any shoes. <laughs> yeah, same thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's you do it for a day. That's job, why the mechanic over here doesn't have a reliable car. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I do have one. It's just my drift car currently. <laughs> and I'm guessing you just threw a dealership plate on it. <laughs> I would never. That never happens, folks. Yeah, there's there's no such thing as that. <laughs> but. <laughs> yeah, it's been good so far. I mean, like I said, just all, most of my other vehicles work to some extent. They're just, this one has less issues that I want to deal with right now. 
You know, like, you know if you run away from problems long enough, you'll run out of cars. Hey, I created a plan. <laughs> you helped me create a plan here. The plan was to build a daily. So I bought a Jetta TDI, and the machine shop's got my block for like a month. And so I'm like, crap. So I was driving my... That's because you bought a car to work on it to make I, it a that daily. That is how I buy and all my And you also vehicles. gave him two heads to work on before <laughs> yep. he got to the block. There's that too. And then... <laughs> Wait, two heads? Well, Why? so I have two Volkswagens. So I bought one as a daily, and then I bought another one because I liked the wagon more. And so the Golf... Oh, because he's got a head up here and a head down there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm at the machine shop, one at the shop. So it's it's kind of... Anyways, yeah, I, I bought the Golf. Timing belt had broke, bent some valves. So I was originally just planning to put that back together and drive that. I dropped the head off, and I was doing like a stage two cam, dual valve springs and a couple of things. And then... Good deal came up on this Jetta wagon that I traded that 300D I had for. Um, so I traded him, and the wagon's a lot cooler. It's already on coilovers, and it's just, like, more usable hold for on, what I want. Hold on, hold on. We're talking about tools today, not Volkswagens. Well, this is a rant. Anyways, I have too many cars. But I did get Jayden. an engine for my MR2. Yes. Are you ready? For? You already asked him. Tool. You already asked him. Uh, the the wire, wire strippers? I feel like he was... We were, we were talking about his wire okay, strippers, yeah. and then we... Yeah, they're not the they're the not the ones that you just like, like stick the the wire in and uh, like into a hole that you then kind of like wiggle the pliers <laughs> on and try to yank it off. Yeah. You just stick it in and squeeze the pliers and it strips it. They're very it has nice. like two separate heads where yeah. it like clasp the wire on one's one side. One's a clamp, the other one's a stripper. Yeah, yeah. It pulls it's, up. it's it's worth it if you do wiring like a decent amount, which Jaden definitely does a lot of our wiring. I think it's worth it, even from the limited wiring I do. You know, sometimes I do waste time trying to stick it in a tight space just to strip it because I'm like, no, I don't want to go pull, find the other wire strippers just to stick them in there and then yank on it and then punch something when I finally strip the wire. <laughs> but well, I, I will say that those... The other ones do it. Like, coming from doing electrical and then, like, the little bit of car electrical that i do that Jaden yeah. hates me for <laughs> no, no, no it's all good i everyone starts somewhere yeah but. i'm still using duct tape that's okay <laughs> oh boy <laughs> no but the uh, those the strippers you're referring to the kind of split head yeah those uh they're amazing for like stranded car wires yeah using them for anything like solid wise, core yeah it's not they it, they, they don't have the flexibility when that when that second head pulls apart it actually bends the wire down just a little yeah, bit right. that makes sense yeah so cars though they work great and that's why I have them in my garage. Yeah. But like when I did electrical, they never left my house because gotcha. they just weren't good. Well, it, it makes a lot I of bet, sense. I bet if you had solid core and like the equivalent of like a stranded like twenty gauge, it would probably still be okay. But I don't. Think, I, I, I notice when, when I'm using stiff. when I'm using the um the, those wire strippers on like like a ten gauge, even stranded, <clears> sometimes they still struggle. It's just I think the diameter of the wire. It's just mm -hmm. intended for really small. And, I, and right. I don't know how much of the wire like covering you guys are stripping off though, because like when Jaden's using it, you're stripping off like a quarter inch. Maybe, well, right? no, well, so even in there, like you can adjust it too. Well, I'm just saying though that you don't strip think, off much. I think well, we don't usually strip thing, off that much either. The okay. biggest thing is that they're the the diameter of their solid usually. core wire is is usually closer yeah. to like. Like a, a twelve gauge yeah. rather than than the smaller eighteen yeah that we're well, yeah because most of the time we're not the vast majority of what Daxon used to deal with and I deal with on a daily basis is not any smaller than a fourteen gauge yeah every yeah. now and again we'll get an eighteen like if we've got to run the a sensor wires wire. for garage doors or for right. the doorbell button or whatever not a common but, for the most but part, it's not it's very common bigger. yeah that makes sense it's all fourteen gauge and bigger yeah okay so. And then at that point, I just use my knife. 
<laughs> to strip it? Yeah. That sounds more difficult than other pairs oh, of dude, pliers to strip it. Oh, dude, you get a freaking 350 KCM, KCM <clears throat> wire that's like the so size like, of a quarter thickness. Yeah. And you just round it with a with your knife. Round and, it, strip one side, and peel the rest off. Yep. Have hmm. you have you guys seen those um, uh, wire cutter pliers that are for like thicker gauge stuff, and they're like circle they're conical yeah. yeah those ones i've i've used for um uh stripping like battery wires have you guys ever used those for that sort of thing because it's pretty uh, like you clamp it on twist it yank it off i've never used some, and i've used the milwaukee version of that <clears throat> where it has like the spinner head on it and it has so it's it's a full circle die yeah and it has just a slight uh a blade to it that kind of comes into the wire you set huh. the depth on it to go through the jacket uh-huh. And you'll just stick it on the end of the Pull wire. Pull the trigger and it just yeah, and it spins just it off. Makes a nice little coil. It looks like a little pigtail. Gotcha. I've seen those. It just yeah. pops off. It's really nice if you're doing a lot of those big wire connections. Right. Yeah. It saves a lot of really time. Quick. Yeah, gotcha. We used them a lot in the commercial side, just doing uh, like feeding our the big boxes you see on the side, all of our electrical boxes. We would we would blast through those. With Way those. to dumb that down. <laughs> well, I was I waiting know. for you to say switch gear. <laughs> I don't know if anybody knows what switch gear means. I know. <laughs> I don't. So that works yeah, for me. The yeah. big cabinets on the side of a building that's like thirty thousand square feet. That's where all your power Wait, comes into. Thirty thousand square feet. No. 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 <laughs> I know, yes, I know. it is. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a new home. I'm working <laughs> inside the, the electrical box for weeks. <laughs> I, would in, I would totally live in a thirty thousand square foot. You just gotta watch your head. Every now and then, you'll catch a lug and get a little zap. You know? <laughs> no, okay. I'm short enough for that. I don't have Not, to worry listen, about it. Listen, as long as you got shoes on, long sleeves, and rubber gloves, you're good. <laughs> just lounging no about in full insulation gear. Uh, <laughs> sounds like a great time. I did find my fire-rated Carhartt shirt the other day, though. Oh, did you? Yeah. Can we test it out? No, I did. (laughs) It was not fun. What do you mean it was not fun? Does that mean it didn't work? Uh, It worked great. It just doesn't cover my hands. Ah. So, you know, I had it on, and I felt pretty protected, and I had, like, my glasses on and a face cover, but then I just didn't think about my hands as I'm, like, running through this, and I He's over here like a baby with just, like, perfectly hairless hands. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know if there's I much I get a burn victim on my hands. <laughs> Dude, it was bad. Yeah, they they caught me good. But the Milwaukee or not Milwaukee, the Carhartt uh, fire rated stuff, it works great. Carhartt is another great brand. You know, it's yeah. in Milwaukee. That's what I mean. I got this hoodie and it's like water resistant. It's pretty warm. You know, they just make good gear. I wear. I have a lot of their stuff. I have my MS shirt on today. Uh, Martin uh, Motorsports. Oh, I thought. I, yeah, I was trying to come up with something. I was going to say Mega Squirt. No, I was, I was thinking like not the I wanted condition. to buy one of those shirts well, in, support, in support of Lou Gehrig's disease. I told him I was like, <laughs> I was like, when you have a shirt ready, let me buy it, and then see. I reached I out to Jessica. That's and, right. I should have done. Yeah. Sorry, Sheldon. You're too slow. You suck. <laughs> no, no, don't apologize it. to Sheldon. He okay. didn't get you a T-shirt. You gotta <laughs> fight him. Fight him later. <laughs> but um, to you the know, death. So we kind of touched into you. You were saying the Milwaukee Ratchet. Yeah, yes. you were gonna say that, but don't say it now because we're to talk about it. Unless you All have right. anything additional. Well, I do have something additional with it. Just because I am a Milwaukee dealer, the they show up to my work. Yeah. And I get to see all the next generation's <clears throat> tools. Like they come put them on display. I get to talk to the guy, all of our reps, everything like that. And they're out now. But Milwaukee's electric ratchet came out with a impact rated electric really? ratchet and it's got a math like it's definitely not something that's skinny and gonna get not into a, a lot of places 
But like, for instance, when you said that you're working on your dad's truck and you got the impact caught between the frame rail because it's yeah. just a little too deep, of course, you could have gone with a little bit shorter yeah. of an impact or yeah. you could have gone with one of these ratchets because they produce... I, it's a decent amount is of torque. Like, is it like 200 something like the small Milwaukee's? No, do? no, no. Much. The head on them is probably three, four inches tall oh. and a couple inches wide. And the thickness of them, they're probably about two and a half inches deep. Hmm. So what's the uh, the bad. breakaway torque they're rated to? I can't remember exactly, but I want to say it was somewhere in the 500 realm. Gotcha. I mean, you've got to hold on to it. It's a giant stick with an impact. So, <laughs> I mean, you've got whatever you can hold on to, really. But Grab on tight. I've always been surprised how, like, especially with the half-inch impacts, like, there's not a whole lot of kickback, like, trying to turn the, the impact in your hand. Well, that's just the nature, mm. of course, to the... Uh, of I've impacts, of yeah. yeah. I, it's just it, it blows my mind that like you could be putting technically that much torque into a bolt without having to like have much leverage. Yeah. And then yeah. there's like the drills where you try to snap your hands off with the drill. Have you ever done that before? Where it catches? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, with the, old, hammer with the old whole hogs too. Catch my head. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the hammer drill. Yeah, the well, old ones. Yeah. yeah. Before they brought put in the clutch, and Milwaukee's got in there now. Oh, the old school, the old school ones. You'd be drilling overhead oh. and it catch, and all of a sudden you're doing a pirouette <laughs> midair. <laughs> Ballet class was, all over. I was a little kid using my dad's because I used to go like help him do side jobs when I was a kid and do electrical, and that sucker would grab and twist, oh, and yeah. I'm like. I don't know, 10, 12 years old, and he told me, don't use it. Like, that stuff's in, like, oh, yeah. It's, it's oh, kinda, yes. Even just like, because we have, the, you know, just a regular M18 Milwaukee. Like, yeah. a lot of times we're drilling out a metal bracket or something, and it catches, and it's just, what? It's like, it'll pick, it feels like it's going to pick me up off the ground like, or something. Yeah. You know? I've seen videos of people just getting nailed in the face by it because they're right next to it, and it catches in the metal, and bam nails yeah. them in the jar or whatever yeah, yeah. so that's oh, yeah. where i've learned how to use the uh, torque settings or whatever they, what do they call those where it's like you have the yeah, torque settings it work settings? that way essentially it doesn't clutch, break my wrist yeah. Full, yeah nope i just leave it on the yeah, drill, drill every... setting and brace myself because if it if it grips up then you just like that's i noticed you, you that, just dude. like <laughs> put it against you it grips up and then it like drills the crap because out of it every so time it just goes. i pick up the drill from you i have to check it because it's at the max setting and so i go and then i break my wrist because i don't Jaden's jack i don't have yeah. time to mess around and so when it grips up like that that's usually when it's going to cut a ton and so you just got to brace just and bear down go and go for it, for it. Yeah. <laughs> i will say that if if you're looking to get an impact nowadays i would not go with the half inch one anymore just for automotive stuff, unless you're doing half inch Milwaukee. Yeah, I wouldn't. Unless you're, yeah, I agree. What? Unless you're doing there, so there's stuff like suspension. Or so they have the the small, like the compact one yeah. that's the half inch, and you can get them all in half inch or three eighths. Yeah. Except for the big high torque one that everybody gets. Yeah. There is one step down from that that is a it's called the mid torque. Mm-hmm. Still a thousand foot pounds of back off torque. Yeah. And their head on them. Like the actual overall drill size is about three to four inches shorter on the head, mm-hmm. but it's not the compact. Gotcha. And those ones, that's every, and name me one time you need more than a thousand foot pounds of break off torque. I've more than enough maxed out our Milwaukee half inch. Really? Oh yeah. All the time. I have never. Um, on what? So usually it's on one ton trucks. Yeah, when you've got like seven extensions and three no, wobbles. <laughs> no, like ball, there's like things like the ball joints, knuckles, sometimes on like bolts that are rusted on. Springs, right. yeah. Well, see, but a seized bolt, like you've got more, you, you ended up having to burn out the You're right, but sometimes if I heat anyways. it up, then the Milwaukee, but I, I need, in our position, I need 
a half inch Milwaukee, I'm, of course. Well, no, because at that point, it just tears the rubber bushing. No, I'm not saying necessarily just for leaf spring bushings. I'm saying there's other scenarios where there is no bushing and the bolt seized. Well, there's always a reason they make a bigger one. I mean, yes. there, there are that's certain for, that's cases. That's just for, like, industrial, like, construction stuff where you've got, like, like a so two-inch drive inch, nut. That one-inch one that you two-hand, it's got the handle on the front and then, like, a mini chainsaw. Yeah. That new one they came out with has an extension built into it that's rated for the torque, and it's, like, about a foot long, mm-hmm. and it's built for semi-wheels to go into the dualies. Oh, nice. That's nice. And that's the big two-hander see, one, because in something like that, I could definitely yeah. see it. Yeah. But as far as drifting, like, at the track for us, yeah. right. that, that mid-size one, yeah, they're... I, see, well, what, I don't know. Even even those, those like, big heavy-duty ones, those half in, regular half-inch Milwaukee's... Yeah. Still get you pretty far. Sure, there may be some that you encounter that, that it's yeah. an issue, but at that point, it's like, eh, I should probably put a breaker on this doing anyways. Suspensions or any of the underside stuff, I think you need a half inch Milwaukee, especially if you're working on trucks. If you're working on any truck, you you need a half inch Milwaukee. Well, that opinion. that mid torque one still comes in a half inch or a three eighths, and yeah. the, of course they change the the ratings on them. Yeah. Whether like because obviously the three eighths truck's not going to hold up to a thousand foot pounds. Yeah. So, but the half inch one will, and I'm more talking like at the track or something just useful around the garage. See, right. I find myself yeah. grabbing the compact one more, now more days just because it, it's yeah. easier to handle. It's easier to use. Oh, no, I definitely, definitely Most do, of the time, you... I don't need 1,400 foot-pounds of torque. See, <laughs> you're, you're right. Most of the time, I see, we have a, that 3.8 stubby yeah. we got from you, and I love that impact. We I definitely use that more than any of our other impacts, but when you need a half-inch Milwaukee impact, you need it. Yeah. So it's like uh, it's like get, having a fifty cal in your arsenal. You're <laughs> hardly ever going to use it, but when you do, baby, go get Big Bertha. It's actually more like an anti-tank rifle. <laughs> <laughs> that thing's you. You could use it. Do you really need to blow the truck up down the street, though? No, <laughs> but it's pretty cool. <laughs> Although there is, I, there is some situations where you technically don't need that torque, but I would argue it's better still. So like. Uh, really hard. You can't to... argue with me. This is my podcast. I... <laughs> We're kicking you off. I preface that with I agree, but um, so he doesn't agree. There's like <laughs> so. Um, let's say you're trying to get a really hard to reach bolt. Sometimes I find you're less likely to strip a bolt, like the head of a bolt, if you can get it like broken loose very qu- like you're yeah, not sitting yeah. on it for a long time or like struggling with it well it gives it less time to sit there and chatter against you, like right. your, you know your what's mating surface interesting that makes a big difference have you ever watched videos about weighted sockets yes so if you use well actual impact sockets i know i'm definitely a person who uses a lot of chromes i won't no, lie oh guys come on i won't lie <laughs> and you don't i don't i have three eights torques or sorry three eights impact rated and a whole bunch of halves okay, well just like starting what like chrome. a year ago no that no was the. Way. That was the, I've I went totally seen you with chrome no. sockets. Well, on my small one. Yes. Okay, uh, so okay, yeah. I will say we we do. I have used chrome. I've never had an issue with it for one thing. But until you, you do, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Does you never do until you do. You're right. But a six point impact socket definitely makes a difference. And you can even get those ones that have. A, they call them like the. Don't they still call them like a flywheel, where they have a extended piece on the outside of it that's yeah, even bigger for mass. Yeah. And it's actually, I watched this video about it. It was like the torque curve of it with a half-inch Milwaukee on a stock, stuck bolt. Yeah. It was very interesting to see that it made a massive difference. So a good set of sockets. You know, Harbor Freight works. We use a lot of Harbor Freight sockets, I won't lie. And the uh, their impact sockets are pretty good. But if you can buy yourself a, a nice sets of sockets, nice tools, if you use them every day, makes a big difference. No yeah, doubt. and I will say that I 
So that was my problem is when I first got that half inch impact, yeah. I went out to Harbor Freight and just grabbed a cheap set of sockets, like mm-hmm. impact rated sockets for it. Yeah. I have shattered, not shattered. I shouldn't say shattered. They never actually exploded. They never created any damage. They cracked down the they side. They cracked down yeah. the side. And then yeah. they also strip stuff out. When that yes, happens. they do. Yeah. Like my yeah. 14, that was like the number one socket they would snap down the side no matter what brand until i went and got myself some craftsman's impact sockets yeah impact socket by craftsman and they're not like a milwaukee brand like they're not that expensive (laughs) but they're they're kind of that mid-level but they're designed for impact but they're i've never had an issue with them yeah i've ran those for almost two years now and not a single one's cracked or widened out or anything you know we've kind of talked about this in the past you know harbor freight is a great place like to start Honestly, if you're just getting started, like I have a backup toolbox in my truck that we bought when we were in Oregon and it was like 170 bucks and it's huge. Yeah. And it has like everything you'd need for the most part. Except for impact sockets. Except for, I mean, there's no impact (laughs) sockets because it doesn't come with an impact, of course. But, you know, if you're starting out and you don't have a whole lot of tools, honestly, Harbor Freight is a great go-to. Their lifetime warranty on all their hand tools. And if you start doing it more and you're breaking stuff, of course, if you can afford nicer tools, I think that's... A great investment. But even if not, nicer tools they replace will, it. Yeah. yeah. Nicer tools will always improve working around the garage, working around the shop. I mean, it just makes yeah. light. There's a reason they so are it does save the time. price they are. So, oh, yeah. you know, if we're going to talk about nice right tools tool that right save job. a lot of time, and so it's not applicable to everyone, but a tool, we do a lot of fabrication. And I'd say... If you can't say your CNC table, I'm going that's to a say, lie. Nobody else can afford one of those. People can you can get much smaller DIY ones. Yeah, that's true. And you can get like a one by one if you're just doing brackets. What? Yeah, if you're just doing like brackets, you can get like one by ones. <clears throat> oh, oh, heck yeah. I even think yeah. just Sign a plasma me cutter. Up. Yeah. <laughs> like the plasma, I think even just a plasma yeah, cutter. Even just a plasma torch. Yeah. Which like, you can get at Harbor Freight for That's true. I, exactly. I will say a plasma cutter is a, like, so, I don't have one, but like the times I've been around other guys that have had them and I've been able to that's use so them. so much faster. Oh, my goodness. So it's like. And you have less chances of getting a, a, a cutoff wheel exploding. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's it's true. It's just you don't go through raw material or abrasives and other stuff so fast. Because like we use ours. A lot. And I know it is on the top end of tool prices. You know, at the CNC, it's a CNC plasma table. It's a four by four table. And it is awesome. Your table's only four by four? Yeah. And it's I not even quite a true bigger. four by four, honestly. But. Oh, I it's, mean, like, the actual dimensions of the table is larger than four by four. Well, yeah. But the, the, yeah. the workspace. Yeah, workable space. Yeah, workable But the nice part is it can cut, like, four. as thin as you want up to one inch mild steel with the setup that we have. One inch? Yeah. yeah. We've it's never just, had to. It's just that, that industrial-grade uh, Miller plasma yeah. cutter that we yeah. have. And so yeah. that tool is, is fantastic. And so if, if you guys do a lot of fabrication, like, even if it's just small brackets, it saves so much time. Because it can take you half an hour, you know, to cut out just a little triangle bracket with a hole in it or something. Nope, I'm quick at them now. But if you're cutting it out (laughs) a quarter inch steel. Quicker than my plasma cutter? I'll have a race one day. (laughs) It'll be like Paul Bunyan and that, uh, oh, what is that? It it wasn't Paul. Oh, well, Paul Bunyan did do it. cartoon, and they like were trying to drill a hole through the mountain for the the train to go through. It was Paul Bunyan and a machine versus a machine. There's a lot of variations of that. Paul Bunyan kicked its butt. That actually came from when they were building the railroad. Yeah. Because it used to be guys, uh huh. Used to be guys swinging the spikes in, and then they yeah. built the machine. So there's one guy who's like, "I can beat the machine." Yep. Yeah. He didn't beat the machine. Yeah. He yeah, did he, it. He wasn't, he wasn't digging the hole. He was nailing, nailing the tracks down. He was. He beat it in spot. Anyway, yeah. Paul Bunyan. It's it's definitely <laughs> like the nice part is like he designed. You know, uh, Jaden designs our stuff in CAD, 
and so we, our parts are within millimeters of what we design, like even maybe less than a millimeter on some of the bits. And it's so we design something, you know, it's like I need this part, this bracket to fit in between these two other pieces and it needs to be 26 millimeters or whatever. It's going to be that like dang near just that piece and it's fits perfect. I got the hole exactly where we needed it. It's not like, ah, oh, shoot, the grinder slipped and I zipped the corner off of this too much. Or something, and it takes way less effort. So if you do yeah. a lot of fabrication, even just a plasma torch by itself is worth the money. By like, it saves so much time. Well, I mean, Dax, I know a... you've seen like Taylor Ray when he's when he's making something, he just roughs it out with the plasma torch yeah. and then cleans up the edges. Yeah, and that yeah. works too. Yeah. It's... Well, I also, I and mean, if anybody's wanting to take a look at the old Instagram on Clueless Drifting, I have a video of you making those those wing end plates for yeah. me on your guys' plasma table. Kind of satisfying to watch. It was yeah. awesome to it's, watch. It's I love that. But yeah, it was it, like it's so nice for me cutting that out with a grinder. They would have never been mirrored, right? First off, because I mean you're doing it by hand completely, and secondly, the trick I, for would... that is clamp them together and do it, <laughs> yeah. do them both at the same time. I'm not but... that smart. I'm giving you a little uh, yeah. tip right now. That's true. It, it, that is a pain, and it's just like you know because we designed a whole pro charger bracket for my car, and you know the nice part is it's like okay well first let's make the mounting flange for the pro charger and so Jaden was able to zap that up in the in the in the cad programming and cut it out fits perfect and then we kind of was like okay we got the base plate let's see what brace we need here and so everything was designed in cad and it's it's a really great fit and for the most part we haven't really had any issues i don't think belt alignment's an issue i think we need more pulley engagement now is what one of them but anyways it's just nice cuz we have the capability that you're going too technical okay when what? We There's no such thing. <laughs> when we fab stuff, basically, the the nice part is that I we feel more confident in building something because we have that capability. Yeah, no, saying. absolutely, and, the, and it I, saves us is, hundreds of hours. Oh, I'm sure. Something that saves me a lot of time. I mean, we've we've touched on it, Jaden. <laughs> my electric ratchet. <laughs> yeah. oh, back to that. <laughs> no, but those are. I mean, they're, it does save a lot of time. They're relatively cheap. Yeah, and that is something that has saved me. I wouldn't say hundreds of hours in the yeah. garage because I'm not a, like you guys own a shop. I'm just some jerk that's in his little shop, like. Yeah. But it, and it, it saves a, nice a lot and a lot of time. Oh yeah. Like, well, I mean, to anyone who doesn't have experience with it, I mean, you could just imagine if you have a bolt that the threaded portion is an, an inch long, and you're sitting there with a the ratchet doing it by hand. Think about how long that would take to take it out versus putting something on it, pulling a trigger, and it zaps it out or, in a fraction of the time. And the time where it really yeah. saves you the most time is like when you're so. So, for instance, my dad has a 5.4 F-150, right? The headers crack. And so we were doing the headers on those, and you can hardly get on some of the some of the bolts and nuts on them sometimes. So you stick the ratchet up there, you don't know, and you get, like, two clicks, you know. Or you have that in a lot two of scenarios. Two clicks when you're going back yeah. the other way to reset. So you're, you're moving it hardly. Again. It's going to take you five minutes to take that bolt out. But the nice part is if you can fit that ratchet in there. In the same space. In the same space. It'll take you all of, like, ten seconds. All you do is pull yeah. a trigger. And... Yeah. That is definitely a tool that saves a lot of time. Oh, yeah. I will say anything, if you can get pneumatics, if you have a good air compressor and you want to run pneumatics, anything pneumatic is going to save a lot of time and anything battery operated is going to save a ton. Yeah. 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 And, and uh, those tools really, are, but as far as like actual good hand tools, 
like going back to the basics because not yeah. everybody has the money and to no, do yeah exactly to like buy all that stuff. I will say getting a nice ninety tooth ratchet, a high tooth ratchet, yeah, yeah. will oh, save yeah. a ton as well. Because I mean, when you get into that situation where you can only get two clicks with a regular ratchet, yeah, now you're you getting three get... or four. Did see, you guys see those ratchets? I can't remember who's making them. That the zero gra- ratchets, yeah. Yeah. yeah, zero degree ratchets. Yeah. yeah, they have. They don't have um, any sort of teeth or anything in We're, there. So yeah. Isn't Those it just like, a binder that's inside of them? I think that kind so. of binds up. So, so Caleb, did you see the video I, I sent yeah, you? Yeah, I on did. It? Where they yeah, were in between like the two bolts or studs or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. Yeah. It's very tight. Yeah. But and he was barely moving, but it yeah. was still doing it. When we've used lots of, I've used lots of high count ratchets. I have like a Matco one at home, flex head, locking flex head with the comfort grip handle, and that ratchet is awesome. The comfort grip. Handle. It's so nice. That was my <laughs> first. Bougie. It was the first ratchet I bought with like the padded <clears throat> handle, and I'm like, this is sweet. It's not essential. Really? But. I actually prefer the non-padded handles. You would. But See, I'm, what, what does that I'm, mean? I'm with Jaden on that one. <laughs> yeah. See, it depends on the ratchet, because if it's a Harbor Freight one, they suck. Well, but I, like, I what are you like, talking about? My freaking Harbor Freight one rocks. I don't like the padded Harbor Freight rent. Oh, ratchets. I just don't like padded in general. I, if well, you like, have a nice quality ratchet like that's actually designed well... With the comfort like grip, they are a lot nicer. I mm. just really enjoy like the the nice smooth like metal finish on the handle. So like like the Pittsburgh ratchet that we have. Yeah, that's not a Pittsburgh. The the flexhead one. No, it's not the flexhead one. Okay, are you talking about the skinny one that hurts your no, hands? No, the regular the regular <laughs> oh, ratchet the regular that we hands? have. Is yeah. that, that's Craftsman. No, it's Pittsburgh. I swear it's Craftsman. Either way, whatever it is, it's just got a nice like. There's yeah, there's, it's a nice finish. Yeah, there's some like non-padded just regular old ratchets out there that don't have very nice like shape or form to the handle and that to me just isn't very like 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 nice to hold Jaden likes a nice smooth well you just couldn't resist I'm could sorry, you? Wait, you know, I'm sorry. I, Caleb kept cracking up even though the whole thing uh, we're talking about is handles anyways but I will say because we recently got a, a gear wrench one and gear wrench is like I'd say they're like mid-grade and they're not too expensive and it's been pretty nice too I will so. say that if you're going to go to Harbor Freight and you don't have the money for crazy expensive, go with the Icon series. Because I have an Icon ratchet. No, go with the, the one like, that's below that. I feel like Why? at that point... Because you don't have like, the money for it. So buy the cheap one, break it, return it, get a different one. You can buy a gear wrench yeah. for like the same price as an Icon, though, I think. I don't. I, I haven't price checked a whole lot, but I do know that like <clears throat> I've bought some Icon tools. And yeah. in comparison to a Milwaukee or... A snap-on or any anything else in that kind of realm, yeah, that does what that tool is supposed to do. Mm-hmm. The icon keeps up with them every See, time. See, I'm not, I'm not. Totally How would you know that there? gold one? You've never even used. Have you, I have other ones. <laughs> so I have a regular one. I do have the golden icon so, ratchet. Like, for instance, <laughs> I know it's still in its box. So like high-quality sockets, like Snap-on, Matco. Um, what's the other one? There's a couple other big Cor- brands. Cornell. Like Cornell. Yeah, you know they are expensive. But they do, they are better. Like I've used them. We, when yeah. I worked at a, I worked at a hot rod shop, and I one of the guys let me just use a lot of his tools, and he had like all snap on tools. And you can definitely. And I had a lot of Craftsman, so I wasn't using like cheapest tools. I had full Craftsman setup, but this snap on was definitely different. Like the sockets grip better. You know the ratchets. You could tell they're basically the same tooth count, but. You can you can tell there is a, a quality difference. You see, but there's like Supreme has higher quality clothes, but there's also a markup beyond that. Yeah, you're you're right. No, Snap yeah. Snap On is yeah. ridiculous. To yeah. a certain point, you're paying for a brand <laughs> oh, more no, than you're I, paying I, for I, quality. I don't buy Snap On. I don't just because of the markup because you it totally is a brand. On. And I heard or I didn't hear because I wasn't I didn't hear it, but I read the other day on 
social media. Some guy was like, I only buy Snap-on because the, I'm paying for the warranty with it. But there's a lot of tools like, that well, have like go on. to Harbor Freight. Yeah. I do think Snap-on probably has a, a better warranty overall. Like they'll fix tools even if they don't make them anymore and they have a whole bunch of stuff. But you're right kind of because like most tools have a lifetime warranty. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's so what blew most, my mind. And most of the time you don't need – if you have some fancy specialized tool, of course you're going to have to send it to whoever you, know, you got it from. But for the most part, when like who really uses tools that – that's going to be a problem with, you know? Yeah. Well, and mo- fortunately, most of these companies that make, like, lifetime warranties, usually their stuff is good enough that even if they didn't, you got your use out of it before it broke. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, like, because I bought some Icon sockets and a ratchet a good while ago. Yeah. It kicked butt. I loved it. It has the 90-tooth engagement. It's it's a great, like, it still works perfect. I've never so had an issue Icon? with it. Icon. Uh-huh. And then I went out just because I'm a Milwaukee snob, yeah. And bought the pack out socket set, and those are pretty nice. Oh my goodness, I want one. those things are killer! Like the new Milwaukee sockets I and like Santa's the ratchets, listening. everything they're coming out with, <laughs> like all their hand tool line, yeah, has improved leaps and bounds from what it used to. I've been, be. I, w- I want to try that. And they have those, don't they have the sockets which are kind of square? Yeah, yeah, they're squared so on. The so, the end. so you can put a wrench on it. Yeah. Yeah. The so only downside is in a certain situation where like the the opening that the the bolt or whatever in is circular, then you might have an issue. But that's no. not a common occurrence. Not at all. The inside corner, of it, your it doesn't taper down. The exterior like of it is still the same diameter. So if like you have a deep hole to get into, mm-hmm. it's not gonna like flare out and and not fit. I swear it, it, I encountered that with one of your sockets last time I used one of your you're sockets. Probably I think they are wrong. a little probably bit not wider. Supposed to put the square end on the. On the <laughs> oh shoot! <laughs> Darn it! I think they might be a little bit wider than a traditional socket, just because of that design. Well, but, yeah, from a traditional socket, they are. A yeah. tiny of course, bit. it depends on what socket it is. Because yes. like, if it's a if it's a an eight mil socket, that's a. Uh, three-eighths drive normally yeah. that upper part where the three-eighths goes already in wider, is yeah. already wider uh-huh. than eight mil but yeah yeah, yeah for sure and that's I not think... usually an issue a whole lot i mean we did have an issue with that this week on that thunderbird we were working on yeah, no that, well, was that was just that was i think that was just misalignment of the the bolt or the the nut with yeah. the hole itself it's just yeah but it's so tight that you don't have much room for like but I think one of the best investments is a set of wobbles. Like quality so, wobbles. Yeah, though. not U-joints. U-joints can get the job done. I like U-joints for some snares because they do get tighter angles usually. See, but usually they bind at those you're, tighter you're, angles. You're right. Yeah, they they do have, have their, yeah. I like having both. I don't know. I have... I haven't really encountered any situation where I'm like, I need a U-joint for you, this. You're right. You hardly need them, but sometimes they do. But help. what you're referring to with the wobble, you're talking kind of the, the pivot ball yep. where it has like the ball down in it and it just had like, they don't fully bend all the way, right. but they have a good a, wobble. A good yep. set of those. Buy a good set, especially if you use an impact with them like we do. Yeah. Um, I've used my impact. Pittsburgh ones on my impact and I've never had an issue with them. Yeah. Just we had Harbor some Pittsburgh ones. ones and we did break them, but... We use them I think you guys, the, yeah, you guys use them double the amount I do. Well, yeah. I think some of the best places for the wobbles is like, say, if you're using a half inch impact and you're trying to get some bell housing bolts out. Oh, um, yeah. You can, because That's you're so using nice. a half inch, you've got enough torque. So you can put a bunch of extensions <clears> on there <throat> with a wobble on the end and get a top bell housing See, bolt. That would be a pain yeah. to get by hand. <laughs> See, one, of the, one of the other things, like if we're going to go with wobbles, like wobble extensions are also very nice to have. 
They're not Wobble ascent- extension. Oh yeah, yeah. an extension that has um, a little bit of a round on yeah. the end, so the yeah. socket it's not can essential, wobble but a little it's bit. It's very nice when you're in like a tight spot because you just have like a slight amount of variance with it. Yeah, and so it's it's just enough sometimes to kind of take up the slack if you can't yeah. get on it. Well, and it also just makes it so that way you don't always have to pull out the actual wobble. Yeah, which is usually and the nice thing is with those is usually at least with the ones I have, they when you need it to be straight, it just presses yeah. in that yeah. much yeah. further yeah. and it straightens up. Yeah. Yeah, so, a good, so a good set of wobbles and wobble extensions are definitely yeah. very nice to have for working on cars when you got to get into all those weird angles that you have to reach. Well, so. It just eliminates so many of those like, oh my God, I cannot get on this yeah, bolt yeah. or whatever. Because like, if you're trying to get a top bell housing bolt with a ratchet, you know, or yeah. something, yeah, it's going to suck. Yeah, but you, that cut, just having my half inch impact with extensions and the wobble on it has cut my Miata transmission removal in a third. Like, yeah. Oh, when yeah. you remove it, I can have it out in 30 minutes now. And not to mention all the just, like, mental, like, stress and, and like... those like, the, All those videos of just everybody laying underneath their cars like only car guys will understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just yeah. laying yeah. there. Yeah, you sit there and cross your legs. Fucking tools like, everywhere because right, yeah, you're so exactly, mad. Exactly, yeah. It, it can save you just oh, there, so much, I've like, had those mental there. duress. Oh, yeah. there's sometimes where you just sit there and you lay under the car and you're like, this sucks. That was me yesterday under the Thunderbird again. I hate that car. No, just, I like it, but I hate is it. Is it a customer's it car? Way. No, it's one that we're, we're selling, um, and they have... He wasn't even working already. on it when he was at that point. He was just seeing the amount of work that he needed to do. Yeah, to it. <laughs> yeah I know. And I got to go back and work on it today, but basically because they have a hydraulic cooling fan. So the radiator fan what? is powered by a separate, basically, power steering pump. It looks exactly like the power steering pump. So there's two power steering pumps, basically, but one powers the, the radiator fan. Good uh, job, Ford. I know, right? Well, it, well, it was basically so Jaguar. That was when, so that was oh, when oh, Ford wait, owned. What? So it's basically Jaguar. Those two thousand Thunderbirds. Sell it. Throw in the we, dumpster. We are, so it's, a, it's got a three point nine liter V eight that is out of it like a Jaguar. Burn it down. And really? and so the whole car is. It's very. It's it's kind of cool to look at because it's very Jaguar like, but it also has like an eight eight in the rear. It's and the you know, poor man's Jaguar. Actually, no, it wasn't. I don't know. I it is now. Expense. It oh, is now. Yeah. It's still like. It's only got like forty three thousand miles on it, and it's it's probably like well, a fifteen thousand like, well, dollar car. Well, <laughs> it, 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 even back when it was new, it was still cheaper than a Jaguar. I'm not sure. They're and expensive. nowadays, the interior was definitely cheaper than a Jaguar. Yeah, nowadays, yeah. I bet yeah, I can find an older XJ6 for way cheaper Dude, than a Thunderbird. That's true. Well, you have to like do like same age. I and love miles like 90s and 80s. Really no. compare, I don't you know. apples to apples compare anything. <laughs> I only <laughs> compare <laughs> apples to oranges. 90s and 80s are way too fair. <laughs> this one has XJ6 skin and the sexy. other one does it. The what? 90s and 80s XJ6s are good looking cars. Oh, I love them. Have you seen Excessive Motorworks? There the, is that a Jay Z powered one? No, it's not Jay Z powered. It's still I think there's it, one that's Jay Z powered and and I and it's a drift they, car. And they have a couple of them, but the one they brought to Hoonigans years ago on one of the videos it's a full XJ6 mm-hmm. and they've turned it into a full blown drift car that's yeah. so cool oh, dude. those I, cars are so, so sweet awesome. I, yeah. I've always wanted to, to buy one and of course since I'm let's used, all get one I'm down <laughs> Down. Not like one <clears throat> collectively, but each get one. There was one at the junkyard that I was. I'm it was poor, at the so junkyard. I'm gonna buy one with you, and I'll just let you pay for it. No, we're, we're, all, we're all buying our own. My old neighbors in in the old American Fork neighborhood, the one of the neighbors had one of those XJ sixes, and yeah. it just sat on the side of the house for ever and ever sick. and ever. And then when all the new neighborhoods got built, and and we all moved in. Everybody started complaining about it, and so he put it in his driveway, but then he couldn't get his cars in and out, and so he ended up just selling it for like 500 bucks. Why didn't you buy it? Because I didn't know it was for, it was like, it hit the market for 500 bucks, and it was gone. Gotcha. I don't know. It was was out of there. Here's a question. 
Speaking of, you know, cars are sitting for a while. Hey, don't. It, no, 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 not for you. Not, not, not in it. that way. Is it unethical to approach a house that you've noticed, let's say, just a car sitting in the driveway, all four tires are flat, weeds are growing up under I'm the fenders. I'm going to say no right now. Yeah. To well, walk up on the door and say, hey, how much do you want for this? No. no. There's, a, there's a lot I've of people I've written letters and put them in mailboxes when I couldn't get a hold of them. No way. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, <laughs> it's going to sit there and rot. Like, what's wrong with me offering to buy it from there's, someone? There's a lot of people, though, who, especially, it seems like older people, who are like, no, I'm going to fix it, you know, and it's been sitting there for 25 years. Wait, They're never going to fix it. Do but you feel it's unethical? No. Okay. I don't I mean, think it's unethical. I'm just posing the question. On the, gotcha. the property, because if it's like a fully fenced off private property or something, well, like, yeah, then you're gonna be like, yeah, how'd you get in here? Trespassing but, aside, yeah, yeah, trespassing aside, I think you don't need to. You don't need to trespass to have line of sight on something. Uh, you, <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I was. It, it kind of brings up a funny story in the back of my head that like <laughs> you're like in a helicopter hovering <laughs> over the house. <laughs> no, when I was 14, I started working concrete, and I would ride my bike to and from the concrete like to and from the concrete yard get in the truck go with the guys and is it, this how you found your s chassis no no no, no, no. that was through Integra? brian no okay this was on, like way before i had ever even bought a car anything and so i was looking to buy a car and this guy i had lived in that house for seven years and this mustang and this old uh, c10 pickup truck had sat in the side of his yard since i'd been there so when I'm 14 years old, I'm riding my bike back from the concrete yard one day. I've got some cash in my pocket. So I'm like, sweet, I'm working concrete. I'm a man. I got my own money. <laughs> Roll up to this guy's house. He's out front. I'm like, hey, I was just wondering if you'd ever possibly, like, it'll probably be a year or so, but I, I, I want to buy the Mustang. And he turns around, and he must have been drinking or something because he was angry. <laughs> <laughs> Get off. No, I'm going to fix them. They're my cars. One day they'll be perfect again. They are still sitting there to this day. So if you hear this old man. I don't like you. <laughs> there, no, there are definitely a good There's amount no of people there. like that. Yeah. Where it's like, no, I will fix it. And they definitely are never going to fix it. No, it's You, you kind of play the, a, a risky game sometimes because you could get someone, you know, who's nice. And even if they say no, they're at least, you know. Cordial somebody, about it. Yeah. yeah. And then you get other people who might threaten to shoot you. So yeah. it's kind of play. I don't know. Risk. I want someone to threaten to shoot me so I can continue bugging them about their car. I want to know, <laughs> out of all those letters you've dropped in the mailboxes, how many returns have you got? Well, I've only done it once. Oh. And it was, I obviously he didn't mail me back because he didn't have a way to i mean i didn't like, uh, I leave see. an address on there but I, I left contact information and that one he uh it was for it was actually for a, a third gen camaro and he the ended up camaro? Yeah. he's ready to he has basically a mullet he's ready for one <laughs> yeah uh but the the guy just like responded to me and he was like hey thanks for your your letter i appreciate the interest but i'm not looking to say interesting i found Continue Marty. talking okay <laughs> we we got a guest apparently is... and Morty doesn't like it. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of tools out there that save time, no doubt about it. And Absolutely. And and even even just like decent quality I and mean, it all depends on like where you're starting at. Yeah. Where what, what you're doing too. Yeah. Cuz I mean there's uh, me, I'm a Milwaukee snob. Everything I have is Milwaukee. There's certain things Milwaukee that I don't Milwaukee does make good stuff. I have a. I went and bought a three-inch side disc grinder, so the it's a grinder, but it's just on the like. How do I describe the, this? The disc is basically like uh, parallel to your hand when yes. you're holding it in a neutral position. And it's just a three-inch grinder blade. And no, it's not gonna. It's not good to go through and just like use it for an entire project because it just doesn't have the power and it's tiny. Yeah. But when you need it to like get like a quarter panel off, 
right. for some thinner sheet metal, that thing is a rocket. Yeah. Well, it's and super, and it's, so it's nice. tiny, so yeah, it just fits anywhere. An, yeah, we have an electric, you know, uh, grinder, I guess you could say. And the nice part is, like, because I'll do a lot of our fab work actually um, at a metal table. Like, we were just doing an exhaust the other day for an MR2, and I'll do most of the cutting at our metal table. But it's nice when I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, i got to knock this hanger down shorter or something. I'll just grab out that, and I don't have to br- drag over a cord and everything, and I can just buzz it off right there and then. So. Bandsaws Bandsaws are are nice phone too. on? Yes, it is. I'm sorry. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> bandsaws are nice to have, too. Electric bandsaws are a great tool. Even just in general, bandsaws are a nice tool. Yeah. And, and Milwaukee makes a variety of sizes for those. You know, we, we've we just been using a DeWalt one. Not because we bought it, but that's just kind of like what we stumbled across. And uh, it's been good to us, but also I've been I've been eyeballing Milwaukee. Yeah, one. we're ready to move on from it. Well, DeWalt's when you guys are ready, let me know. You're like, come spend money. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're. you're I will gladly ready. take your money. Uh, DeWalt and Porter Cable are how one much, and the how same. How much are you making off of us in those deals? Absolutely nothing, because I give you guys a good deal. <laughs> He's a homie hookup, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. He takes oh, wait, all I the mean, commission. I mean, I charge you guys a lot of could... money to get that stuff for oh, anybody right. else listening. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's why we hook you up with things like diffs that I still haven't welded. Yeah. Or, Where is my diff? Or cutting it's out your, your, your gun plates. <laughs> well, it's yeah, not like you really make that big of a profit margin on that, anyways. No, no, we don't. Yeah. It's okay. It's a mutual mutual uh, relationship. It goes both ways. Two way street. Yes, it does. Yes, sir. Don't they have like? Except I'm still waiting on my my return. What are you talking about? We've returned multiple (laughs) things. (laughs) I'm not gonna. We're not getting into that. Well, should we? Should we return to the beginning on this one? Return to the beginning of. And land this airplane. That's not returning to the beginning. That's landing. Our our hourglass says we're not done. I flipped we also, it late. We, we did have technical difficulties. Oh, I flipped yeah. it late, too. It was a little late. We're, yeah. we're slacking here. All right, fine. No more tool talk. No one gets to hear any more cool tools. Oh, we should start a home improvement Today session. on Tool Time. <laughs> <laughs> we have your four favorite tools. <laughs> I'm going to bring back Tim Allen. Resurrect that from the that, grave. That's great. All right. You mentioned Tyler's the, ringing us in. We you, have to listen to Dad. You mentioned the Instagram earlier in the podcast, but you didn't, you didn't drop the handle. No. No, I did not. Um, go ahead and give us a... a a like, a comment, and a subscribe on anywhere you can find us on podcasts. Um, and it, also makes a, it makes a big deal, like big difference. Yes. If you can share it, that helps a lot. Yeah, oh, share yes. it with we your friends. Greatly appreciate. And it. if you don't want to, that's okay. Right. And then, no, uh, no, that's it's not, not okay. okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's, We're gonna this is vote fine. you it's off the island, you little space. millennial snowflake. <laughs> <laughs> um, and our Instagram as is a uh, clueless underscore drifting. And that's really all the socials that we have. We just have an Instagram. Message us with to ideas or comments or you know, message us with comments. Message let me know. Us. Let yeah. me know if I'm dumb or not. I, yeah, I really cor- like to hear that feedback. If, if we made any <laughs> Careful errors. Careful what you ask for. Can you get people responding to me like, yo, bro, you're so dumb. I'm going hey, to send you a message. Fine. I'm going to send you a message after this. <laughs> interaction <laughs> is interaction. Instagram loves it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for all the support. We really appreciate it. We, we try to put in a good amount of effort and, work into this so it's awesome that we're getting some responses and helping people out with their day thanks guys love you bye 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 now